Holy Fathers and dearest brothers and sisters in Christ, it's a real joy to be with you today as we gather for a celebration, an appearance or participation or miracle of God as we see in the story of Our Lady of Walsingham. In all of the readings today, we have a thread about faith and truth and law and commandments and challenging of thoughts and perceptions and understandings and finally a revelation of who this Christ is. So what do we mean when we talk about faith and belief? When we say our faith can move mountains, our thoughts move mountains, perhaps I can't wish even rain when it's dry. <laughs> So, something must be true on some deeper level. So I would suggest we consider moving from the surface level, a level of what and what we touch and what we see and what we understand literally, to what I would call a level of who. So rather than what is faith, because we have so many definitions of faith, who is faith? Who is truth? Who is reality? Pilate asked Jesus, what is truth? Imagine he asked, who is truth? What is truth? Jesus has, indeed, a sense of humor. So, if indeed our faith is Christ himself, a faith that defines us instead of us defining, because the world revolves around God, not around us. We didn't create this universe. We were created by God for his delight and the universe for us to be able to commune and to know him and for him to delight in knowing us. It's a level of, a level of fool. So now how does this truth read? One of the things I like most about this church is the cross behind me, which depicts in a way that no other crucifix in our archdiocese does. Christ making the cross willingly 
his throne. It's within the liturgical writings of the church that Christ willingly chose to make the cross a throne. The throne needs to be elevated because this Christ is not just King of the earth, but he's the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of all the heavenly creatures, all the life-bodied creatures. He's God. And allowing himself to be hung upon a cross so that he can die the way that we die allows him to participate fully in the experience of his creation so that we can be merged with him, so that we can find him in our hearts and we can understand the law inside of our beings. Brothers and sisters, I tell you that the faith that we hold defines us rather than us defining the faith. The faith defines us because it's God himself in us who reveals to us who we are and what we're for. And to take that away is to pretend to be God's ourselves, as we saw in Adam and Eve. The temptation was that if they made themselves God, they wouldn't need God and they could do anything and everything. Notice in our worship that we have two gospel readings. One is proclaimed from the middle of the church, and it's for our edification. We encounter God there and we meet Him. But the other is done at the altar because that other is praying. And we pray that gospel. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word is God. Because that gospel tells us who we are. We are the children of the light who are grafted to Christ in our baptism, who are able to call him Daddy in the Lord's Prayer because he shares with us himself. And when we suffer in the world, and being a Christian exempts us in no way from any suffering, when we suffer in the world, and St. Peter died a martyr's death upside down, when we when we suffer and die in this world, our Lord is grafted to us and suffers with us, and we rise with him. He takes on flesh and he joins himself to us so that we can participate in his resurrection and in his ascension and in his oneness. We don't decide if we're human or kitty cats or polar bears. You see? We don't even decide on our names. God knows us 
from conception and loves us as we are. And no matter our struggle, no matter our pains, no matter our victimizations in a fallen world where people mess up on each other all the time, God is loving us and he is with us and we're grafted to him and he's grafted to us and he delights. Sometimes because of our culture, we experience feelings of shame and inadequacy. Sometimes we feel like we're frauds in our professions because there's so much to know and so much to do. If we can get our eyes off of our belly buttons and onto Christ and his mercy and his love for us, we can learn to be as kind to ourselves as we are to each other, especially to strangers. We're not so kind to family, but we're really good <laughs> with strangers, right? And we should treat family as well as we treat strangers. Everything would go much better, I promise. <laughs> but if we can do that, then we can let God's light shine in us, and we can stop wasting time. All the time that I wallow in my sin, feeling guilty and shame. I'm not preaching, I'm not teaching, I'm not studying, I'm not preparing, I'm wasting time. And it's all about me. The time of repentance brings us change and brings us growth, and I'm all for that. But I'm not for suffering unnecessarily. I will accept pain, but not for no good. You know, people at the gym, I watch them. I watch them. <laughs> Push and work real hard, you know, and they say no pain, no gain. You know, I just want to keep my muscles moving. I'm happy with that. <laughs> so I'll accept some pain for some gain. But pain for nothing, that's not... I'm not going to sign up for that. That's, that's not worthwhile. That's not worth anything. Imagine when your three-year-old says no to you and throws a tantrum. And you still love him. You might not give him ice cream before breakfast. And he'll hate you for that. And he'll jump up and down and he'll scream. And you'll say, oh, what a cute little tantrum. Isn't this nice? Because <laughs> right? we don't need to be afraid of three-year-olds. And I promise you, God is not afraid of you. And when we throw tantrums, God must say, oh, look how cute. <laughs> how cute he thinks he's running the world. He thinks he's that important and that wonderful. But he still loves us. If you can love a three-year-old, God can love you no matter what. Make mistakes, don't make mistakes. Uh, 98 is a failing grade, come on. You do crazy, crazy mind things. Love the Lord your God, take care of the world, and keep moving forward. To the prayers of our Holy Fathers, Lord Jesus Christ our God, have mercy on us and save us. Amen.